See, everybody was a troop, but everybody didn't go to battle. Some weren't prepared, some weren't ready. And and, and excuses show us the readiness, mm -hmm. their willingness, or the lack thereof. Everybody was a troop. It says he said he spoke to the troop. See, everybody was a troop, but everybody didn't go to battle. Some weren't prepared, some weren't ready, and 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 excuses show us the readiness, mm -hmm. their willingness, or the lack thereof. Verse nine says, and when the officers had finished speaking to their troops. After they, I got to read this because y'all got to catch this. It's verse eight. Go back to verse eight. It says, then the officer said, is there anyone afraid or worried? If you are, you may go home before you frighten anyone else. How many know fear begets fear? Yeah, yeah. If you're afraid, you can, you can, you can speak that and, and, and bring fear to someone else. I don't know how we're going to do this. I don't know how, how Reverend Powell expected. I don't know how, how in the world are we supposed to do that with just, with just 20 people, 30 people, 40 people. How are we supposed to come? How are we supposed to pay off this building with such, such, such just a small amount of people? Everybody ain't, ain't here anymore anyway. How are we going to do this? See, that will bring about fear, which will now set up in people. And then they'll start to wonder, yeah, I don't know how we're going to do that either. But it was never at our hand. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The, he called profit to the work. He didn't create the work. Let the Lord build the house. We're all laboring in vain anyway. But the work speaks for itself because God has been sustaining it since 1991. He has kept it and upheld it in the midst of the, the building, the falling, the rebuilding. The rebuke, the reproach, the, the, the gains, the losses, all of it has created WCT. A lot of people try to pretend that, uh, that, that that church and ministry, you know, that there's no ups and downs. The whole ride is a roller coaster. Because unfortunately, uh, the, the, you, you got a manual, but a lot of it didn't even understand it when you got it. <laughs> You had the rise and the falls, which brought about the wisdom that he carries today, which is much more valuable than anything you could ever give him. So when we're talking about when, when you find people saying, well, I, I, I don't know, you know, this, I'm afraid about us being here and being there. No, there's no fear. There's no fear when the, when the Lord is with us. We have no need, no need to be afraid. And those who speak that fear, he says to send them home mm. because that type of talk 
will cause fear to set up in others. We serve a God that is all that they exist sits in his hand. Not just some of it. All that exists in every universe, everything that is and ever will be sits in his hand. Fear what? We got to bring our mind to a place. He, he good. <laughs> We're the ones that, that, that lose our way. We're the ones that, that, that let fear take a, and, and set in. And now we determine whether or not what God has called us to determine about demographics. God ain't studying demographics. At all. But if we let this talk linger, if we allow those who speak these words to hang around when we're pushing forward in warfare, he says, send them home because they'll contaminate. Yeah. Verse nine says, and when the officers after they sent home, now I'm not calling you scary. I'm just saying you weren't ready. Not prepared. He said, when he, when they got done sending all of them home, the officers finished speaking to the troops. They will appoint the unit commanders. Once you have sent home everyone who is not ready, who is not prepared, and who is not willing, then you set up leadership. Now I'm reading it. He says, they will appoint the unit commanders. Then you set up people who will head these different units. After you send home all the people with the excuses, all the people with the doubt, all the people with the fear. Then you make your leadership. Am I reading it right? I'm reading it right, right here. And too many times we have made leaders based on talent. We have made leaders based on uh, what they have uh, to contribute. We have made leaders based on what they can, uh, their attributes. But here, leadership should be based on the ability to be in warfare. To be a fighter. See, and he, didn't, he didn't even say you had to be big and bad. You just have to be willing. You have to have no excuses. You don't make, you don't try to figure up a reason not to, to not to be in place. You don't try to come up with a, a reason not to be in place. Excuse givers are those that are excused from now on at WCT. And the pastors, if we, if we, if you're on here listening, if we don't grab this, we'll always be replacing leadership within a short period of time. We'll never get the right people in the right fits. When it comes down to pushing forward in spiritual warfare, you know, I, I know intercessors that come and go. Why? Why do we have intercessors that come and go? Why can't intercessors stay in place? Excuses? Nobody won't come and pray with me. You the intercessor. You the intercessor. Who got to come pray with you? No, won't nobody come out to the outreach? You the outreach person. If nobody show up. 
We didn't have a, we, we couldn't go to the church, but we studied just as if we was going before millions. We still studied. Mm. What we did, we dug our feet in and figured out a way how to come up with a home studio. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah, did right. we not? Right. We're not about to shut down preaching. We've been called to this. Spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Teach the people of God. So we're going to come up with a way. We're not gonna we're not gonna make excuses. Well, we can't well we can't be at the church, so we'll just have Sunday services and 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 no training. We're gonna train. We're training. Today is to be kick off. Kick off. Super Bowl. Boom. The ball is kicked. <laughs> it's high in the air. How many, how many wide receivers do I have out there? That's what I need to know. How many catching what I'm putting out? So when you catch yourself, say, you know, this is the place for you to grow. Say, Lord, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. Let me get up off my seat of do nothing. You know, there's a willingness, preparedness, and uh, 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 what was the other one? And wanting. Ready. Got to be ready. Got to be got to be in pos- positioning ourselves, leaders. And this is what we're gonna he- we're gonna help you. <laughs> we're gonna help you position. We're gonna we're gonna make the call. So when we call you and you got an excuse, don't feel no kind of way. Don't say well they don't love. We love you. We love you with the love of God. I, I, and if you call me right back and say I need a ride someplace, I'm saying give me a couple of minutes. Let me. Let, let, let me put the kids here, put the kids, throw them in the back seat. I'll be right over. Because it has absolutely nothing to do with do we love you? Are you a part of world changes? You are, hopefully, yes. But at the end of the day, we can't take unwilling, unwanting, unprepared into warfare. Because we're setting ourselves up for failure. The victory is ours. And we now know that we do not need the whole team to go to war. But if you're that warrior, then get on board. Some of us need to repent. We don't really have an excuse other than just lazy, unresponsive, lifestyle ain't got us in the place where we even can be in position. That's the unprepared. You're unprepared because your lifestyle not even in position to have you in warfare. You'll get out there and the, and the enemy will, will kill you. You're the main target now. You're the weak link. You know how it is in warfare. You go to war, the enemy will, he, he does propaganda, he does things or says things that, uh, Uh, for the truth to hear, or uh, that that will that will weaken their he will he does propaganda, he does things or says things uh, uh, for the truth to hear or uh, that that will that will weaken their morale as a place for the enemy to come slide in. Time. 
And if he says, I need you to cover the north while he cover the south, and if he ain't looking, you ain't doing nothing just because he ain't there to monitor what you're doing. See, I'm the, you know, what is that? You know, I I I got to I got to be home with my 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 family. Oh, okay, the one that God gave you, that family, the one that He keeping healthy, fed, clothed, housed, that family, unprepared, not ready, and unwilling. And then the Lord showed me this here. He says, "When we go into warfare." What time is it? Okay, a couple of seconds, a couple of minutes. When we go into warfare, the warfare that we go after is always about suppressing and overcoming ungodly teaching, the worship of idols. See, these people here, their wives, their, their, their land, their, 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 their vineyard, their, uh, what else, the other thing that he had, they sent him home for? The, the vineyard, the, the building of the house, you know, all of these things he knew was going to be their distraction. He knew was going it, to, it, it's the thing between them and the assignment. It's, it's the thing that you got between you and hearing God clearly. Got to send you home to it. He got, to, he got to shut it down because at the end of the day, all God, this is what God is saying. The victory is what he's after. He doesn't care if your name don't get called at the end of the victory. All at the end of the victory, all we want to hear is Hosanna, Hosanna. See, God, you, glory unto you, Lord, for what you have done. It's not about whether or not Reverend Powell becomes a great man. It's not that. It's not about that. It's not about will people know his name. It's not about that. It's not about his have, having a legacy. It's not about that. No. People will know his name, but that's not his drive, and that's not his goal. The thing is to show forth our God as great and mighty by declaring the victory that he told us we would have yeah. and be willing to get out there and achieve it. And we don't have to run with the whole bunch. We don't have to run with the whole team. And guess what? Even the ones who were in left behind, who, who, who weren't willing, weren't ready, weren't prepared. Right. When the team won, guess what? They still want to win the team. That's what we got to get a hold of, son. You know what I'm saying? It's not about individual woes. It is about God. It is about his glory. It is about his victory. It is about his accomplishments. And when we get sick and tired of doing us and be prepared to do God and be prepared to see his, his glory go forth, we'll catch this. We'll catch this. I want to say to the leaders, this is this is the kickoff. Yeah, come on, son, because you don't you don't felt it. We're talking about this warfare, 
you know, we only seem to recognize our own personal warfare. You know, what we going through, what's, what's, what's kicking against our little world. But I want to tell y'all, there's such a, a bigger war. <laughs> there's, there's such a bigger war. Uh, there is, you know, for us, sometimes we feel like, you know, our little world is crashing in and what we're going through, you know, don't nobody understand, you know, and we, we just feel defeated sometimes. In, but, it, but if God was to turn his back, what you think you're going through, you, you don't even understand. We have what we have because God is with us. Yeah. In whatever pressure that we feel from this thing called life, our best bet is to still hold on to God. In the midst of our battle and our fight, and, and in the midst of what we feel like is our defeat, or, or feel like we're being defeated in, I want to tell you, you, you are still in a much better position that God is with you. Yeah. I, just, I just want to tell somebody. You see what I'm saying? I said, if you want to count your blessings, say, Lord, if I'm feeling this and going through this when I'm feeling like I'm going through something, if I'm feeling this and going through this with you, I sure enough don't want to do this without you. And there's a blessing, is it not? Then you can count it. See, see Lord, I'm, you, thank God you're with me. Because if you wasn't with me, I really would be going through something. Yeah. The warfare and the battle that we, it is not flesh and blood. And, and our weapons can't be flesh and blood. Our battle is not with the flesh and the blood. And so therefore, we got to drop our carnal uh, battle war uh, items. We got to pick up. What will get us through? Yeah. Mm. Our faith. Our faith in this word and how true it is. Yeah. Trusting and believing in the God that, 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 that sat the men down to pin this thing. Yeah. That we can read it and be encouraged in our faith. And get up every day and do this thing with no excuses. Willing. Ready. Wanting. I'm prepared. Because why? I, I, I've been with the Father. You know, I, I, I don't have anything. The word, be it, be it here or be it rhema. You know, just sit and talk with God. I do a lot of talking with God. A lot of talking, God. That sometimes brings me right back to what he, what he just said in here. But it takes this. This right here and relationship with God will set you in a place to where you have no excuses. Where you'll be the ones in the county with, with the movement of, of, of warfare. Of pushing the body of Christ through to the next place. Because, I'm, you know, we, we like to think that we're only battling for our church. It's so silly. It's, when you when you got that mindset that you think you know that when we go into warfare that we battling for world change, y'all just so silly. That, that that's that's carnal. When we go into warfare, it's for the body of Christ, and all across the 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 the, 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 the borders, all across this world. We have people who know what it is to get into warfare and have no excuse 
willing, prepared, and ready to take up and carry. You know, sometimes people like to think that, you know, you got to be all big, but you ain't got to be Bill Bad. You ain't got to be all that. You know, some people think the louder they are, the, the more powerful are. Shut up. You just a, you know, you a noisy excuse maker. Get over to the side. Sometimes you got to watch them choir ones. Them, them, them the powerhouses. The ones that don't say nothing. They, they, but when they get in that room and they, and they pray and they seek the Father, he hears their prayers. Sometimes we just, we just an uh, empty wagon, just making more noise than we can. Then we should. But when it comes down to uh, 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 the enemy coming up against you, you got no power. God is with us. I hear the Father say, He is with us. And if we set our excuses aside, we can accomplish great things. Now, I'm not talking about building houses and land. I'm not talking about that. That's not building great things. That already exists. That belong to God already. We can't go build God's kingdom and it's already got a kingdom built. <laughs> got streets paved with gold. What do we think we're going to do down here to impress him? he got gates of pearls. How much can we impress him? What we must do is examine ourselves. Make a determination. Have I been allowing myself to be an excuse maker? I'm supposed to be in the fight, but I'm, I'm, I'm coming up with one reason after another to not put my hand to the plow, to not, to not take my position, to not cover the, the, the area that I'm supposed to cover. And if this is not your place, then slide out the way. Go and take care of what you must take care of so that we can put a soldier in place that need to be in place. No slight, because when the team win, like I said, you win. You don't have to get off the team. You just got to get out the way. We got to do it God's way. And we are going to be praying and seeking God's face. And I want you to do the same. Pray and seek God's face. Ask him to give you this heart, this mind of warrior. If that's for you, the warrior. So if you're the support team, warrior. But set aside our excuses. Set aside our agendas. And be about the Father's business. Because like you say, we're in war, but like was said, we've always been in war. We will always, as long as we're on this earth, be in war. I want to say tonight to our listening audience that there is no other agenda greater than salvation in the introduction to Christ. That is our push tonight. Our push tonight, the warfare is that the enemy wants to stop the, 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 the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's the enemy's plan and his plot is to stop the agenda, to put a halt to the agenda of Jesus Christ. 
to minimize the power of salvation. To minimize the power of, 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 of the Holy Spirit coming in to sup with you. To lead and guide you and direct you. But I want to tell you tonight, there is no greater commission. There is no greater uh, position. There is no greater job. There is nothing that supersedes the great commission of Jesus Christ. Reconciliation of us back to God. And there is nothing that would that, that makes the angels in heaven more happier than, than someone coming to Christ. So if tonight you don't know Jesus Christ and the pardon of your sins. If you don't know that Christ died on the cross for your sins, tonight I want to offer that to you. I want to tell you it costs you nothing. I want to tell you that it's free. Christ paid all of the price for you. He wants you to bring all, like prophet said, all your baggage. Bring all of it. Don't empty out nothing. He just wants you to want him. He just wants you to allow him to wash you, to take away your, your burdens, take away your sins. That's all he's asking. Let me, let me take on that. I paid the price for it. And, and it's nothing like having something paid for and people don't pick it up. You know, it's already paid for. All you got to do is pick it up. Just, just, just say yes, Lord. That's you tonight. I want you to just say yes, Lord. Just say, I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. I admit I've I've sinned. I've come against God. I've come against people. And just say, I'm sorry. I repent. I repent for the sins that I've committed. I've, I've repented for the thoughts. I've repented for my deeds. I'm sorry, God. I accept your son, Jesus Christ. And all that he did on the cross. Forgive me. I accept your spirit. Into my life. To lead, guide, and direct me. I confess with my mouth. And I believe in my heart. That Jesus Christ is Lord. And if you prayed that prayer. I want you to know that salvation is yours today. That you are a child of God. Even with your baggage still in your hand, you still belong to God. Now, this is your time to just allow God to take all of those things out of your bag, one thing at a time. Maybe two, three, ten at a time. I don't know. But this is your time to just start walking. Just keep going toward the things of God. Let him cleanse you of all your habits that you have picked up. And if you have backslidden, I want to tell you that God... When he says I'm married, that that means no divorce. That means you still belong to me and I still belong to you. But you just haven't been a good spouse. So this is your time to turn around and be now a good spouse to your your father. Come back and just say, I I, I repent. Because he says uh, we have to confess our fault. And he is just to forgive us. But we first got to confess him. That's the problem sometimes. We just don't want to confess our faults. We want God to forgive us, but we got to tell God we're sorry. Sorry for turning my back on you. Sorry for going against your principles that I know in my heart were wrong. But I return. I, I return back to you, God. Continue to be my Lord and my Savior. 
If you did that, I want you to know that God's accepted you. He's not turned his back on you. He says he'll never leave you nor forsake you. He says, now just keep your hand on the plow. <laughs> That's all he's asking. Keep your hand on the plow. Be fit to have your hand on the plow. And I want to thank God tonight for all those who have given their life. If you gave your life to Christ in an open way, if you gave your life to Christ in a quiet, more subtle way, that's fine. We're just glad that you gave your life to Christ. If you return back, thank God. There's no place else for you to go, just by the way. 